What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to a live Hot Tags. Coming to you from SmartGuyMoment.com. It's another episode of Smack Talk. We're talking whatever we're talking about here for the Hot Tags, but we're also watching AEW's Rampage, The First Dance, live. Hopefully you guys are going to be watching that with us. Who are we? I'm Tony Mango. And with me, Usual Suspects, I got Robert D. Felice. Hey, guys. It's night of the night. And I've got Callum Wiggins. Yeah, I'm awake for this big deal. Yeah. <laughs> guys, this is this is amazing. Like let's just let's just talk about it. This is going to be so much fun. Hopefully so. I can see Peter's in the chat right now. A couple other people are coming on. Chat it up in the live chat. Tell us what your thoughts are. If you're watching this alongside of us, you know, chat it up about the matches and everything. We will talk about hot tags pretty much during like lulls and the discussion, commercial breaks, those kind of things. We do have like uh, you know a couple things about NXT to talk about. We've got some. They're uh, they're they're already saying that he's gonna that the surprise will kick off the show. So that's, we ain't gotta wait long. Maybe uh, that surprise being Alberto Del Rio is popping up. <laughs> Imagine how pissed so many people would be if that was the case. Our uh, group on commentary tonight. Is uh, Jr. Excalibur, Mark Henry, and Taz. I'm assuming that Jr. is not going to be as uh, commanding on commentary as Tristerico was. Let's see what we get here. We got a cold personality Wait, that- plan. So clearly, that means that uh, Punk's not coming out. Listen to her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that reaction is amazing. <laughs> I don't even have the both the earbuds in since I'm doing like fan tracks kind of style and it's still super loud. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh god, he's there. He's actually there. <laughs> Shipping did it! And I knew about it and they fucking did it! It's so crazy! <laughs> I wonder if it's clobbering time. I'm gonna have to wait all out for that, but we'll see. He looks happy. That's good. I mean, he's got to be happy. Like, the crowd's oh going God, nuts for yeah. him. There's 20,000 people. There's about 20,000 people in that building. It's been, what, seven years? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 20, since uh, January 2014. Over seven years, yeah. Who ends up uh, coming out to attack him on the ramp? <laughs> I mean, I, I, part of me was expecting that it was going to be MJF beforehand, just MJF coming out to cold personality. <laughs> and then they, and God, then that would be great. Afterwards. Yeah. That would be but so I'm, tempting I'm, to do if I was in Tony Khan's shoes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of happy they just went straight for it. 
He's just crying. But that, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like it doesn't necessarily just. A lot of people are now speculating it's not just punk that's here. So, because at the end of the day, like imagine you've got this huge get that everyone knew was happening that they haven't announced, and this is the perfect opportunity to debut someone else at some point that might not be as big a deal. Well, who do you guys think would be that other person? Oh do you think it's just Daniel Bryan or? I mean, uh, Adam Scher oh my God. tweeted recently that uh, he was a. Uh, who's that? Oh, he's in Chicago. Yeah, that took me a second. I'm like, who's Adam Scher? Okay, yeah. Braun, Braun Strowman. <laughs> Is that Brock Lesnar guy? Probably. Oh, 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 God, that's a, that's a sign. Jesus Christ. I think that's Brock Lesnar guy, yeah. 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 Oh, it's uh, Frank the Clown. The, uh, the guy next to Brock Lesnar guy. Uh, punk uh, t-shirt. Punk XX, yeah. That's uh, the clown guy? Yep. I don't recognize him without his clown outfit. <laughs> God, we're, getting, we're never going to get to these three matches at this point, right? Which matches are announced again? It's Jade Cargill. Who cares? Jade Cargill was, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Jade Cargill versus uh, Kiera Hogan. Um, it's uh, I'm trying to, trying to remember all of them now. Jade Cargill, see, uh, Jade, Jade Cargill, uh, Kira Hogan. Um, the tag team match between Jurassic Express and uh, I think Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. The for the and, tournament. Yeah, and uh, John Moxley, Daniel Garcia. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. I'm assuming that that Cargill match oh. isn't going to go on forever. And then you got the the other two. It could be, you know, 10, 15 minutes piece kind of deal. Jesus. 90 seconds more. <laughs> Good. Look at it, guy. All right. In the meantime, we're on a commercial break. So, hey, everybody. Because <laughs> it kind of started off right out of the, out of the gate there. Yeah that, yeah, that was amazing. Let me check up on the chat right here. We got Dan Huff, CM Punk, are we unsubscribe? Later on, he says, okay, I want to unsubscribe. <laughs> we got Frankie in the chat. We got Michael Patrick. Thank you, Dane. My buddy Dane for a super chat. Miro, Christian Cajun, LCM Punk, let's go. People got goosebumps going on. Not the R.L. Stein books. Uh, who are you guys most interested in seeing CM Punk face first? If you had the pick, drop it in the comments. Is it going to be somebody more along the lines of like a Kenny Omega, or is it more like a Jungle Boy match, some kind of deal? You know, uh, you looking for more spectacle, or are you looking for more in-ring pizzazz? Or both? Can you get both with some people? Uh, we got some Marvies commercials going on. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Do you guys notice that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings completely steals this lady? I've got a Corona commercial. Oh, I got a, an Arby's one. Oh, wait, now I got the Arby's one. You're a little bit ahead of me, you bastard. So I got Roads to the Top going on right now, actually. I shouldn't be ahead of you. It's a live feed. <laughs> but... Well, uh, blame Spectrum. I also have a live feed. So in the meantime, if we get a chance to talk about this beforehand, and if not, we'll stop ourselves. One of the things that is going on here is, uh, and there you go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just 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 wrap it up, go on, guys. Just gonna <laughs> roll back on. 
Well, we got a situation. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, some trademarks. We're going to talk Max Caster, Capital nope, Wrestling nope, Center changing, and uh, Stephen Amell's Heels show on Stars, and run down some other TV talk. You know, for some other TV things, if we want to talk about it. We got one adjustment to NXT Takeover that we got to mention. Punk hasn't started talking yet. That's why I'm still talking. What's the science on the background? Trails of cold steel is better than what? Uh, I can't say it. Hmm. Better than Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> God, and this guy really wants to get his point across. Whatever. There's a sign that says, if Punk is here, we riot. (laughs) Not if he isn't there, if he is. What's the uh, the Larry on his hoodie? That's a dog. His dog. Ah. What kind of dog? Do you know? Uh, you'll see it on the back of the, the hoodie if he turns around. It should be some sort of like bulldog. It's not. It's like a little. I'm not sure what kind of brand, but it's a very it's a small dog. Oh, I know, I know, because I saw um I um. There's a, there was a YouTube clip about him talking about his dog, like for, on a TV show, and it's like a really like like an old <laughs> aggressive dog. Dan says Punk versus MJF. Same Punk versus Pac wouldn't be that bad. Potsy, yeah, it's going to be a good match if they end up doing that. Frankie says, how crazy would it be if Dan DeBryan just came out right now? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's giving indications that he's not going part-time. Right. <laughs> Let me just say, to hell with you then. I love the idea that people are comfortable enough these days that they're just kind of like, yeah, you know what? Fuck whatever. I'm just going to say it instead yeah. of having to mince words and beat around the bush and whatever. Yeah, he's, I mean, they've basically given him a live mic and so he's going to go for the jugular here. Mm-hmm. He has the opportunity. We tell you guys a story, he starts reading Charlotte's Web. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I love this. They're just hanging on his every word. <laughs> They're okay, all like, he sat part. down. <laughs> that's a pr- it's a pretty awesome shirt as well. Yeah, it's a good shirt. Very, very similar, but slightly different. I'd actually be fine if this, if this was the whole hour, I think. Yeah. I love this so much. <laughs> He's going to actually say brand names. Good. <laughs> the phrase is boiled down to. He said professional wrestling. He didn't say sports entertainment. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. He's being a lot tamer than I thought he'd be. Mm. Oh, he's. I think he has at least a modicum of. I don't say respect, but. He's matured a bit now. I wonder if they did give him like a time frame that he needed to kind of cut it short on. Calling out Darby Allen, okay. There he is. There we go. That's all. (laughs) I love this so much. I love the crowd chanting for him as well. Well, he's there. Oh, I love this. Mm, It's so good. (laughs) <laughs> How high up they are Fucking hell hmm. 
I'm sure there are some people in Chicago that aren't tough. Time to adjust the all out stuff a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna do that not on a one of those right now. I'll do it after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Here we go. What was it that uh, Tony Khan had said before that, like, he originally he wanted to build this around CM Punk, right? It was going to be world's best wrestling, I think. Yeah. Get out. Well, they've got the best in the world now, so they can. Uh... Is the shirt on sale yet so I can buy it? I never bought the first one. I ain't making that mistake twice. Well, you can't because you weren't there. Well, fuck off. <laughs> so I must have told him that he had about 15 minutes to talk. Selling ice cream bars as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that so indicative of how WWE works, though? He brings up, like, whatever happened to the ice cream bars, and they take a couple of years to go. Here's a variation of it that's not as good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, we're giving you the ice cream bars. No, you're not. You're giving us a lesser version of it. Uh, well, that's close enough, isn't it, right? Well, that's all we wanted to do. I'm not anticipating anything else is going to happen right after CM Punk, but... No. Uh, no, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be in the main event if anything does happen. I yeah. I, I imagine the a final match will probably be Moxley versus Garcia, really? so we could we could see like a New Japan talent pop up or something and set that up for... Because uh, Moxley doesn't really have anything set up for All Out yet. Are the Tanahashi stuff you think's falling through? Hang on, I'm buying a shirt. <laughs> They've got the ice cream bars as well. It's amazing. They've got fucking ice cream bars! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they look like they're going. like regular Klondike bars. Ice cream sandwiches? Oh, that's I fine. Know, well, fucking... well you, you just said, yeah, you just said, get um, get an ice cream bar on me. You just said, it's like, no, they're yeah. going to be like special branded ones. <laughs> can't imagine, I can't imagine they could have got that sorted in the short window. So nah. background. But to be fair, I mean, an ice cream bar is an ice cream bar. It's still pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. And, they get, and apparently they'll get it for free, so. Oh. That was so good. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, he's giving zero indication that he he's only going to be here on, like, a a part-time schedule. It looks like he's he's here to be here. Right. I mean, he indicated flat out Wednesdays, Fridays, four pay-per-views a year. Yeah. Well, I don't think he'll wrestle very often just because of his... Yeah, his his age and the fact that he's only just back. Oh, he doesn't I mean, need the, to. I mean, he looks like he's super, super committed and like back. So that's great. That's a that's a great first sign. I mean, how good does the AEW roster look at this point? <laughs> not just because of CM Punk, it's but just even... in general. Like in the past couple of months, 
They've made such a big upgrade. And they already had great people to begin with, but they just, those people have taken steps up and everything. Like, a guy like Jungle Boy, at the very beginning of his career, when we see him in, like, All In and, you know, the first Double or Nothing or whatever, it's kind of like, all right, this kid's, like, you know, he's kind of fun. And people are just kind of like, yep, you know, he should be a world champion in the future, and he could win the TNT title at any time, and people would completely buy it and everything. It's just, God, it's so much more fun than our... So I'm currently getting the uh, the Parker promo where she totally wants to bang Jake from State Farm. Let's talk about yeah. trademarks in the meantime. Uh, we got <sighs> some trademark stuff from stuff that might apply to AEW. There's uh, John Moxley had trademarked the Switchblades and Switchblade Conspiracy. Seems like they're going to do some kind of a tie-in with uh, Sammy Callahan. How do you guys feel about the whole Switchblade thing? I think they're a fun team. They were 10 years ago, at least. You know, um, I think they're cool. Like, I'd like to see Sammy Callahan do some stuff in AEW, have some fun with John Moxley. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I mean, it would get to um, bring in some new talent. Sammy's a great worker. I'm kind of surprised with the Switchblade stuff because Switchblade is like yeah, that's right. Jay White's thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I find it odd that they're going to bring in something which is, I, I mean, I imagine they had that name first, but just but now it's so synonymous with a certain group of wrestling fans with Jay White. It seems that maybe they would switch it up a little bit. Maybe that's why they added the conspiracy part. Yeah, or was maybe. that well, what no, they were that, originally that first? Was, that was their name. That was their name ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not saying that they didn't have it first. It's just uh, times have changed since then. Now Switchblade is. Come on, I can't. Just the site is crashed. No surprise. CM Punk is a star. He's <laughs> over as fuck. And yeah, I. Okay, yeah, there are other hot tags. Nothing beats this. That felt so good. <laughs> I have known for a month. That this was at least on the table. I didn't know exactly in the United Center, but I have known that like CM Punk and AEW were speaking. And even with it being slapped in the face, I got all day comments saying, Well, don't get disappointed if he doesn't show up. Well, he's not gonna show up. And good lord. Doesn't it feel good when they just give you what you want? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't even have to actually say it and everything. So it's just like, and yeah, they didn't make we all know what's happening. It wasn't like this bullshit, oh, well, he's coming, there's a limo. No, he's here. Let's go. Like, uh, fantastic. The, uh, the AEW team's very quick on Twitter with the uh, the CM Punk is all elite graphic. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure they had that in... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that it was up, up, it was up the second the show started. So another trademark to talk about here, WWE has filed a trademark for Charlie Dempsey, which we can assume is obviously somebody's name that they're going to switch over. And I don't know anybody that really hasn't had their name already. So I'm drawing a blank on who could Charlie Dempsey be. But the name itself, bland as all hell, in my mind. It's a really lame name, yeah. I mean, the, the interesting... The only interesting thing about it is that uh, it could be it could apply to a man or a woman. A woman, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's a dude's name. I don't know who like I don't know who you'd want to change their name to Charlie Dempsey. It's like 
Does somebody have a lame name? Is that Elias' new name? Is Elias just going to be, hi, I'm Charlie Dempsey. I sell propane and propane accessories. Uh, who knows? You know, it's like... <laughs> it, it, it's probably someone who's just in the performance center who just hasn't appeared on TV ever before. So currently, if I have my list right, there are maybe like four people that it could apply to. Uh, Bailey Matthews being one. Cause they, no, that'd be a terrible name for young Regal. Yeah, but I mean, they, they've done weirder things. Look at uh, Michael McGillicuddy. Yeah, they, right. they could, technically speaking, Bronson Recksteiner and Parker Boudreau. Yeah, Matt. Um, Matrick Belton. Joe Ariola, Fighting Wang, that guy maybe him. <laughs> uh, Joe, where is it? Uh, I already mentioned Joe. Uh, Sean Tan and Cal Bloom. I can imagine Cal Bloom I out of the Bloom bunch from there, or but Ariola. I would hope so, because <laughs> I mean the name Joe Ariola, like one. <laughs> Love the song Tarzan Boy. This yeah. match, by the way, for anybody who's watching the show along with us, it's going to be Private Party against uh, yeah, I Jurassic Express. And it's for round one of the tournament to determine who fights the Young Bucks at All Out. So it's either going to be Jurassic Express or Private Party against Lucha Bros or Varsity Blondes. Before and anything I happens, think all teams except uh, Private Party have a shot. I exactly the same idea that I have. All of them have a <laughs> shot to get a, to get the title match, and I think that there's. Only really Lucha Bros or Jurassic Express that could beat uh, the Young Bucks, but how are you feeling about it, Callum? You think uh, leaning one way or another? Um, I I I said um, I don't know whether I said it on the air or I just said it to Rollo earlier, um, like a couple like a week or so ago. But I think I thought they were building up the Lucha Bros to take on the uh, the Young Bucks at uh, All Out because they've given them tons and tons of wins recently on Dark and Dark Elevation. I lean a little bit more towards Lucha Bros getting the match just because Jurassic Express just had it on Dynamite, which that was a damn good match. Yeah. Not at all surprising. You put the uh, Young Bucks in the match with two people like Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy. You're going to get a good match. Bucks get some airtime. They they got a strut and everything, you know? Yeah, I mean, they are so good at being healed. <laughs> they are the least they are the least likable human beings when they want to be healed. <laughs> but their matches are good and they're entertaining, so I can I can live with it. Yeah. Oh, there's oh, there's Phoenix. So how did we brought Lesnar guy? Yeah, and you got the varsity blondes in there. So I'm definitely yeah. a little bit ahead of you. Are you both watching on fight? No, I'm, I'm watching on Spectrum. I mean, that's right, you did say Spectrum, yeah. So, like, I'm currently at, like, Jungle Boy just did a flip. Well, I have, you have cable cable. Right. I have a streaming cable package. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah, I'm only just at the point where he's uh, just done a, um... But uh, Calum doesn't get commercials, so good for him. No, no, I'll actually be able to watch this here in uh, Picture in Picture. Oh, that sucks. I want to go (laughs) to the UK. (laughs) Like... (laughs) You're also able to watch NXT UK when it comes on. <laughs> yeah. I reached out to Peacock again about that, by the way. Anybody who wants to know why are that why I haven't fixed America yet. And they said that they're going to make some more adjustments, again, based off of me. <laughs> they indicated it. <laughs> so. yeah, 
obviously I look forward to this match just because it'll be really good. But I'm imagining that Dark and Dark Elevation this week are going to be absolutely stacked <laughs> because you got a 20,000 uh, seat stadium here. I'm pretty sure, even though the same punk. There was the 18 matches taped for Dark. Jesus, yeah. God. Now, is that for both other. Dark and Dark Elevation, or is that just no, 18 for Dark? matches taped for Dark. My God. Hey, if you've got the crowd for it, I'm sure most of the matches won't go longer than like three or four minutes. So. Still though, eighteen. No, no need for it. You know? <laughs> well, oh, I'm sure they did. Mo- I'm sure like most of those ones are just while people were filing into it as well. So. I have to write myself a note to check that up. Oh, thank you, Marquise, for the uh, super chat. No words can explain how much that meant to me. Try to explain mm, it in words, because everybody has their own yeah. fandom of uh, CM Punk, and you know. I've been very, very pro CM Punk. I've been, uh, all right, shut up a little bit at different times. What is this that they're advertising here? Oh, this is the Rose to the Top thing. Okay. Oh, what a moment. Is that, yeah, I, I, I don't think the, um, I think the full man booth is probably a bit too excessive. It's, it's, it's kind of benefited from the fact that Mark Henry doesn't say anything pretty much. Well, that might be a product of the four-man booth. If they had only the three of them, he might yeah, be able no, to step yeah, up be, more. He might just be a little yeah, bit be, too like, all right, I don't want to step over anybody's toes, you know? Yeah. To be to be fair, I wasn't super impressed with what Mark had to say on the um on the debut one. Yeah. He just doesn't feel like he's um on honestly, and and I don't want to like take like because obviously he's a guy who's been in the business for many decades. He doesn't seem like he knows a lot of stuff. <laughs> Like he knows how to be like being strong. He knows like oh that that might have hurt and stuff like that. But he doesn't. I don't think he knows the names of moves. I don't think he's ever needed to know the names of moves. Just an update. The site's still down. I still can't get a shirt. <laughs> um. <laughs> I did some. Uh, they just did a. Uh, I'm watching uh, obviously on uh, Fight, so I can see what's happening during the uh, break. They just did a uh, poetry in motion to Jungle Boy against the uh, the guardrail. Oh, we can see that too. We just have a Burger King commercial on the. Uh, oh right, side okay. Of it. Oh yeah, I've got a portal from Facebook commercial going on. Yeah, so yeah. Now you're, you're something about else. Thirty seconds ahead of me, you jerk. <laughs> oh, yeah, look I, at I, that! I oh man, Jenna Mahal just turned baby face. <laughs> <laughs> if you had said anything else, I would have been mad. Oh. Michael in the chat says both pro wrestling tees and shop AEW have crashed. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Okay, it's loading again. Maybe I'll get through this time. I just have to click check out. <laughs> I, I don't imagine like, but like you said you said that you predicted it was going to be like one point three. One point three. Yeah. So I think that might be the case for the first quarter, and then everyone's going to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I imagine it will, I imagine it will average out to maybe about a million. Hopefully they keep it on through the cigarette break, and you know they just. Managed to get through. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, I I think that's like this. Is also, like the most amazing thing in particular is just the fact that like um, like the CM Punk's debut is going to start this thing, and then I just saw someone tweet out, and so I'm just going to like uh, reiterate it. Uh, guess who's uh main eventing this show tonight? Daniel Garcia, a guy, uh, Daniel Garcia, a guy who never, <laughs> who didn't debut until about three weeks ago. Isn't that amazing though? Like. They see so much in him, and I don't blame him. He's really good. Uh, Moxley, I'm so glad to see him there. I can't wait to see him and 
Punk actually have a rivalry? Because, yeah, but they had matches. But remember, like, he, he never even feuded with singles Dean Ambrose. He just mm. had some matches with Shield Dean Ambrose. Um, yeah, he uh, famously won that uh, three-on-one handicap match. Was his like uh, one of his penultimate matches? Isn't that crazy? It was a three-on-one handicap match victory over the Shield in a uh, the uh, in a uh, how was it TLC twenty thirteen because because they really were gonna go to uh, Punk and Hunter at Mania thirty and like not that that's that that would have been a bad match for the time. It's it was just underwhelming, and we see, you know, it never happened, and something much better happened with Triple H at that event, and yeah. Just a couple things go a little differently, though. Imagine how some things could have been different, because even if you keep the whole yes movement and you just kind of tweak it just from the benefit of hindsight, if you were able to get Punk versus Triple H and get Daniel Bryan against like Batista and Randy Orton in the main event, it still changes so much. Even if the, right after that, Punk leaves and all that, it's just the fact that Brian doesn't get to beat Triple H and everything doesn't mean as much. And Well, mm-hmm. like, if you think about it, I don't think we get anything we got that year. I don't think we get, you know, Evolution Shield. I don't think we get Brian at all. I don't think, because it really would have just been Batista beats Randy and he goes on to lose it in a quote-unquote dream match to Brock Lesnar at Summer Right. Peter in the chat says, uh, glad to be wrong. Thought that WWE was going to counter punk with elite with releases. God, imagine that. Imagine that being their idea of being like, all right, we gotta kinda undercut the CM Punk thing. What do we do? Fire more people? Like that would be Somebody said that, and I'm not taking this out on you, Peter, but somebody on Twitter was like, Oh, this would be a great day to release people because nobody will be looking at anything but CM Punk, and it's like I get that you're trying to be cheeky, but that's a shitty thing to say, you know? Like, I just think of that. But it's, but it, that could be something that they would do, too. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, it, but it comes from a shitty place in terms of, like, what's saying that, yeah, like they would do. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> All right. I'm waiting. What, what happened? You saw that, right, Tony? Oh! No, I actually, I actually wasn't looking at the screen at that point. I was reading up Fucking on the chat. Canadian destroyer from like off the shoulders of Luchasaurus. At least, you know what? At least he pancaked. And you, you know what? I, you know what? Yeah, you know what I appreciate about that is the fact that Jungle Boy wasn't going to kick out if Luchasaurus yeah. didn't get there. Yeah, he was out. Okay, maybe the site's working now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see what your priorities are at this point. The the theme oh, for this show is oh, Jesus nice. Christ. Fire party are very good. Yeah, they are really uh they're really trying to show off tonight. What the energy's got to be crazy. Oh yeah. All right, that's a, that. I'd like to see him against Dante Martin in just a flip match. <laughs> just a match for new flip. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go for the wrestling and just do the like the Olympic gymnastics instead. Do a floor routine. Hmm. Michael brings up it's going to be Brian versus Sheamus. Yeah, that their idea of like let's do that for three WrestleManias. Don't know why. Oh, oh, doing the silly string. Oh. (laughs) 
Oh, the Marcus stun thing. <laughs> right, I'm, I haven't gone to that point yet. Oh, but Hardy's up on the apron, so I imagine that's got to deal with it. You know, Tony, you had tweeted out that you were really hoping that this weekend would deliver. Hasn't just that moment given you so much hope? Not to be a downer, but honestly, no. Because <laughs> it was like, all right, yeah, Punk's there. Like, cool. Like, that's we got confirmation of that. It's really cool. But if it if I wouldn't have known ahead of time, it would have hit me more. Have you seen um seen Punk's re- most recent tweet? Nice. That would he tweet? No. Nah. Uh, it's just a press release, and it's it basically says Chicago, Illinois, August 20, 2021. The following statement was released today by CM Punk through AEW President and GM Tony Khan of All Elite Wrestling in response to questions about his future career plans. And then it just says, "I'm back." If you don't know, that's a parody on the uh, Michael Jordan was an idiot and tried to play baseball for a little while, and mm. then sent the fax saying, "I'm back," and that's basically that. And I uh, I like that. I got it in the cart, guys. And there's a yeah Jurassic Express win. That's to be expected. All right, so Jurassic Express face Lucha Bros, and then it's it's dealer's choice. But I think whoever beats them beats the Bucks. Same here. Um, I I don't think the Bucks are dropping it at all out personally. But uh, you think they make it to drop it to Punk and Brian at some point? In the, in um, the I'm trying to think who would be attacking that would beat them. Like part of me is thinking it might just be Gorillas of Destiny at some point. They bring them in to do it just for a temporary thing. But I mean, it, could, it could be one of these teams, but I just feel like um, I feel like the team just hasn't emerged yet that's going to beat them yet. I thought that Santana and Ortiz would make sense, but they yeah, just yeah, kind of disappeared for a little bit. Well, yeah, because still, they still need to finish off this match with... Uh, How do you like uh, uh, Kenny Omega with the Lemmy? I, I think that he's just channeling his um, what he thinks the Triple H look is from the, his uh, uh, Reign of Terror. Yeah, Reign of Terror. So he's just mimicking the look, but not having as as terrible or as a uh, mind numbing a reign. <laughs> Frankie, yes, what do you think that I Vince is like doing it. right now? Like, do you think he cares at all? Because I don't. I think I, I he's th- taking a nice, massive shit if he's awake. He's just, you he's, know, I mean, he's, he's, and he's awake because he never sleeps. I assume he's working out at some point. Like, uh, fucking, that's true because like, he, ne- he never sleeps because sleep is his enemy. See, yeah, exactly. I would think that Vince's philosophy is I didn't fucking want him anyway. They can take, uh, they can have him. He's not going to make well, that. He was, the one that yeah, he was the one that wanted, wanted Punk. It was Triple H that didn't want him. I don't think that Vince would care all that much. I think that he I is so firmly into that WWE is the star, not each individual person, that nobody matters, you know? I think it would hurt his feelings to know that CM Punk really had a bad experience there because Vince is one of those guys who does genuinely believe uh, WWE family, you know? Like, it probably does bother him. Like, Punk said he cried when he left. What, that Vince cried? Yeah. Hmm. He was like, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> but, yes, I, I, I imagine that he's not watching and he's not paying any attention. Doesn't he, Again, it's just that out of sight, out of mind type of attitude. 
So in the meantime, when we're on a commercial, let's uh, talk about another thing that we have in the hot tags here. You guys check out Stephen Amell's show, Heels, on Stars. Thought it was good. What? With uh, this guy on it, um, CM Punk, right? Yeah. Is that, that his name? Oh, he hasn't uh, popped up yeah. yet in the first episode, at least. But he, he will be there. He will be. Yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen it because um, I, I don't have access to Stars. That's unfortunate. We should, uh, we'll hook you up. Um, I don't care enough, really. <laughs> Fair enough. I still haven't watched fucking Glow, so I'm not gonna. It's not gonna bother me. <sighs> Glow's oh, good. I like the Glow. Glow was good. I know it's, it's it's one of those things that I always say that I'll get around to it and never get around to. So, so I wasn't feeling heels as much as I was hoping that I would. I don't think that it's bad, but some elements of it, I'm just kind of. I'm worried that they're going to go in a direction that I'm not going to like. Like, for instance, it's very Southern. Yeah. And it's very that works. Southern yeah, it works for the show itself and its premise of just being like, you know, we're small town Southern wrestling and you're going to go up north to WWE kind of thing. They name drop WCW and Sting and like some other names. So they don't even act like, you know, a lot of shows in that capacity would try to pretend like, the Fed actual Fed. ones don't really exist. You never see like a, you know uh, a superhero thing that's not Marvel or DC, and they sometimes they don't reference things like Superman, you know, because then it would take a little bit out of it. But I'm not big on the whole Southern thing. So when they get into the whole like we got to go to church today, and we're gonna show you the Southern values for this and that, I'm just sort of like, all right, now I'm kind of going watching a show that doesn't have to do with the pro wrestling stuff and it felt a little cw to me in some fashions so it's not really all that great when some cw shows don't have the best you reputation the you mean the guy featuring the guy starring an arrow is in a show, that's, <laughs> a CW show? that's true Sakura so hogan's no longer in impact right correct it's not that she's just like one of those um crossover talents correct I wonder where she's going next. <laughs> I don't know. She's only been on the last like four AEW shows. So very clearly MLW, right? I mean, and they're giving her time with like video packages here, so that's a good sign. It's like, I mean, she's a big enough name that I can imagine that they would sign her. Yeah, they need. Jade Cargill looks like a star. Yeah, she has from the very start. Yeah, and it's like there's really it's a really weird kind of um, I don't say situation with her, but it's just, I mean, she's clearly green and she has to get more reps under her. But it's just a case of they're giving her win after win after win. They've kept her completely undefeated, but they can't put her in the title scene. Right. Well, because like you said, I mean, she she's way far away from being able to be somebody who wins that championship and can hold it. But if she works hard enough, I mean, she's got to look for it. Not only was oh, yeah, she, she is she a good-looking girl, but she's also tall as hell, and she's also muscular and everything. Like she looks like she could beat the shit out of everybody on that roster. Yeah, and I, I yeah, I, I envision whoever beats Red Baker. That's the next. She's the next women's champion after that. If Probably she's at the level where she's ready. Cause she doesn't I don't, think, I don't think it, I, I think I think if you have like a look like that, then it doesn't it doesn't matter as much. Fair enough. Because that because you have to think like like there's like 
I don't want to say like the casual mainstream fan or anything like that, but they're more about a lot of them will be more about appearances and sides and stuff like that. Because like that, because as long as she's working with someone that can work well, I'm pretty sure she can be carried. Mm-hmm. And even still, it's only one match on any particular card. Yeah. So if she has a good match and then a bad match and a good match and a bad match or something. As long as she balances out to where it's overall, it's not going to be bad enough where people start bitching and complaining, then that's positive. Yeah. I've seen some stuff from Kira Hogan, not a whole lot, but I've liked uh, from what I've seen from her. And this is probably the end of the match. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's very talented. And there you go. That's the end of the match. (laughs) Oh, yeah, but we're not going to... Yeah, but... uh... That's okay. You just missed Jenner Mahal's baby face turn. It's fine. Yeah. Frankie agrees. Uh, Jade Cargill is so uh, so good. So much potential. Marquis says <laughs> Jade is delicious as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Michael says Vince is in the gym saying, what the hell is Rampage? <laughs> yeah, it might be true too. Like she, like she looks like who should play Storm in a fight, in a um in in a um, X Men movie. I think she looks a little too uh, badass to play Storm, even though Storm's yeah. one of my favorites. A too ready to kick somebody's ass. Yeah, Storm. I always figure is more of like a um, pacifist in a lot of ways. Underrated character, though, man. I mean, we could get into that on a fanboys anonymous side of things, but. Check out Fanboys Anonymous, by the way, for anybody who uh, doesn't remember about that. Fanboysanonymous.com. Head on over there, like, follow, share, favorite, subscribe. Do that same okay, stuff that you would do over on Smart Cut Moment. Tony, you probably missed it. But... What's that? Uh, so punks, yeah. punks on Dynamite on Wednesday, so that's good. Yep. Yeah, we're yeah. just running down the, uh, the Dynamite card. Yeah. Darcy Blondes, that's Lucha Bros. Yeah. The Brock Anderson things, like... <laughs> Peter's asking, does Tony Storm have COVID? I haven't heard anything about that. I was assuming that they just didn't have any kind of creative direction for her. Yeah, I, I would I would tend to go link with the uh the latter as well. Guys, this is the fastest hour of my life. What do you mean it's ten forty six? Yeah. I feel like it's been ten minutes. Talk about a team that just said, Alright, fuck it then, I'll go to the other company. Two point oh. <laughs> and that, oh, that's, that's, that's good. That's uh, they've already built up a big match for next week's uh, Rampage, so that's good. Uh-oh. <laughs> keeps giving you reasons to be excited. I like 2.0. They've got so much personality and character. They're so good. I Again, I don't believe... know why WWE hires these people I can't and then believe they go. They were on 205 Live. Like, this is a joke. Right. What just I believe like it took them till the very, very end of their run in, in uh, NXT to give them like something to promo do. segments and vignettes. Yeah. And then they immediately dropped them afterwards. He has so much. They have, like they have so much character. They're such great, like goofball heels because they went 
from like complete obscurity to being on every episode of 205 Live as the focal points and giving them two, if not three, attempts at pilots of different shows, like on the network and everything and YouTube channel. And it was like, while they're figuring it out, they release them. It's, it's baffling their ideas of, let's bring somebody back and fire them that same week. Let's finally do something with them and release them. Let's, you know, it's just, I, I don't understand that philosophy. You know what I do understand, though? Using the promo code SMARK over at Manscaped.com and getting 20% off your order and free shipping because Manscaped has sponsored this episode as they've been sponsoring many episodes recently. And if you want to take advantage of that, you want to clean up your balls, you want to shave things and uh, make sure that you're all cleaned up down there, that is the best place for you to pick up some stuff. So we have talked about that. Here and there, we've given you a full rundown of some of the different products that they've had there. I think uh, at this point, with the amount of products that we've used and the time that we've used them, progress report is uh, is in due. I have used every one of their products except for, I think, maybe just the, the regular razor. And I've been using them for two months. They have been my go-to shavers and everything since then, especially the nose trimmer, actually, the the weed whacker, infinitely better than the other ones that I had had. So I've been using that one more than anything else. But how about you guys? Uh, any lawnmower uh, stories? Any kind of... Uh, I, I got a thing on a razor's right on my screen right now that's a different company, but screw them. They're not as good. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I use every single one of their products down to... The cologne, the the, uh, the wash, the the body wash, the foot deodorant. They even got the crop mops in case you just want a little freshening up down there. Everything that they got is good over at Manscaped.com. But I do have to agree with you. For me, it's the weed whacker. I've had a few nose hair trimmers, and they're not as effective nor as quiet and peaceful sounding as the weed whacker is. So I'm very pleased with Manscaped.com. Yeah, I I tend to like appreciate more the um obviously the the weed whacker stuff and the uh lawnmower no stuff uh is really really good but it's like obviously you only need to use it every couple of like days or weeks or anything along those lines so I appreciate appreciate that they're high quality when you need them but I really enjoy the like colognes and the deodorants and stuff like that because it's stuff that you just gonna you can use every single day apply it immediately and yeah. So it's good they have a nice mix of stuff that you're going to need for occasional use and the stuff that you could use day in, day out. And, yeah, just helps everything keep fresh and you, yeah, and helping you, helping anyone else that has to interact with those parts of your anatomy. <laughs> and in our live chat right now, we have uh, Michael say, I'm neither going to confirm nor deny that one morning I was so exhausted as I was shaving my face, I came to the realization that I was using my lawnmower. <laughs> but hey, advanced skin safe technology, you're not going to get your face cut up just like the same, you're not going to get your balls cut up, right? Marquis going to pick up the, the lawn trimmer, like <laughs> my glass has gotten too much messy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, Manscaped uh, has been with us for a little while now. I've not charged any of my stuff except for the first time, so that's another thing too. If you get it plugged in and you have that on a full charge, it's going to last you a while. And in the meantime, if you want to pick up any of these kind of things, remember, just use that promo code S-M-A-R-K, SMARK, 
over at manscaped.com for whatever the order is. Doesn't matter if it's a performance package or if it's an individual item or you're renewing a subscription. If you use that, you get free shipping, you get 20% off. So thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring us. And we are going back to Rampage for our main event of John Moxley against Daniel Garcia. So you think uh, Garcia's winning this? <laughs> he, I mean, he wins because he's in front of this crowd in yep. facing uh, John Moxley. So. Just the use of music in AEW. Some of the songs aren't as good as some of the songs in WWE individually. You know, obviously, some people have better songs, some people have worse. But using Tarzan Boy, using Wild Thing, it just works. Yeah, they just have a load of songs where to get the crowd engaged. Mm-hmm. It would feel a little bit forced, I think, in WWE's environment. It's a little stuffier. Mm. But, it, but I, I appreciate this because it just yeah it just feels quite uh I don't say organic, but because realistically they're they're compelling the audience to sing along by using songs like this. So it's actually more, I guess, um, just a. Uh, compelling people than wwe stuff does because wwe doesn't use any that or a serious amount of licensed music but the last time they used anything that was seriously like licensed for a while was probably ronda rousey's thing yeah that's true but it's a good psychological trick too because i mean this is a recognizable song that if people get to where they're like oh i can sing along with that a lot better than you can't sing along with billy k for many reasons it's a good song but you know the way that they tend to do things with like the wwe music groups it's not quite the same although you know some of those songs are great too keith lee's theme for instance good song our match gets uh gets started here as this is going on we should talk about some other hot tags too um here's something aew related that's pretty interesting we know that max caster had gotten into some trouble with his most recent rap. Do you guys see this thing about him auctioning off his gear? I did. Mm-hmm. I, I think if it's truly him, we know what that means, and it's unfortunate that uh, they weren't able to ride out this first real inconvenience. Because he had yeah. put on the thing that he wasn't going to need it anymore, which is... Again, if it is him and everything, that's pretty an obvious uh, message to send of, well, I guess I'm not going to be in AEW much longer. Well, the, um, I think um, Anthony Bowens had a um, a singles match with, I can't remember who it was exactly, but um, someone on a dark or dark elevation recently. So, uh, and yeah, they, they, they were building up a feud between the Varsity Blondes and... Uh, claimed over the the tag team title stuff and it's pretty uh, obvious that uh they claimed aren't involved in this when they were ranked number two just a couple of weeks ago so yeah they're I, off the they're off the rankings and all that yeah so i feel like they're on a i, I don't think it's going to be a long-term thing i think this is just max caster trying to rile people up because a mixture of the fact maybe he's annoyed with AEW for what's happened, but also he's annoyed at the people for, you know, uh, the ones that are calling him out for it. Because, again, 
what he said was stupid and it was a rap that shouldn't have said, but there is also like this heavy um, social justice warrior action towards him as well. And it's just a little bit, uh, there's fault on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that there is fault on both sides. And I believe that while what he said was stupid and shouldn't have been said, it also shouldn't have made air. And like, I think that there were just a lot of mistakes, you know? So we were talking about music earlier, uh, talking about some other TV stuff that went on this week. If we're talking AEW and Dynamite, how fun was it with the uh, Judas entrance? I think that they got... They were more in sync than I thought they would be, but even though they did have to read the lyrics off their phones. But I think that's all good. Yeah, they they had fun. Yeah, they compelled them to do it through like the AEW thing so you knew it was going to happen I think it went better than I actually imagined it happening but then again they only really knew the chorus but that's fine because my favorite thing though was Dasha tries to, to yeah. introduce Jericho and he's like no like like you you better stop this is my moment and you need to stop yeah just cut that. it cut it don't you know because that should be self-explanatory don't cut it in the middle of that but you know She's just doing her jobs. <laughs> I'm just, just like watching this this match at the moment. Just to comment on that, it's just a case of it's it's quite astonishing how Moxie looks huge in this environment. Yeah. No, I mean they do have smaller guys. Yeah. So it's, just I just find it interesting the fact that like he was just like an average size guy in WWE. How do you feel about Reigns' comments? Let's talk about that real quick. First of all, he said CM Punk wasn't as over as John Cena and never moved the needle like The Rock. Any thoughts on that? Uh, we'll talk about how Pete Rosenberg just completely like uh, <laughs> shit the bed after those responses. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like um, uh, Reigns are just going to be... I don't blame Reigns for taking the approach that he is because like, he's the top guy in WWE right now. He's not going to say anything different, is he? And yeah, he's, he's got to tell the company line. Yeah, and he's not... Uh, Moxley wins with a bulldog choke. I, I, yeah, I don't think that... Um, I don't blame him for doing that sort of thing, because I'd imagine that most people do it, and he's got the confidence to say that as well. If it was anybody else in WWE that says that, then I feel like... Look, put it this way, if it's Seth Rollins again just coming to the, the, the behest of WWE, then I get pissed off. Oh, hang on. Post-match attack. Something going to happen. Not as interesting as I was hoping would end up happening. Oh, it's just Darby. Yeah. Well, it's just Darby? No, and And Sting. But, you know, Darby Allen, Sting, Eddie Kingston, John Moxley. It's just the same group. It's nothing super duper like, oh my god, you know, uh, Braun Strowman popped up or whatever it might be. Like, But then again, I wasn't expecting anything like that anyway. And we still no, have a few no. minutes, so who knows? But I, I think, I, I think, I think um, to be honest, after the CM Punk fiasco, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of okay with just that. Yeah, I get to see Sting do a Sting splash. I think if anybody complains that there isn't another surprise on there, you're asking for too much. Yeah, yeah, they gave you what you needed. Yep. Yeah. I think they're they're sending the crowd home happy here. And you get to see some of Darby before he takes on Punk. 
and you have to you have to build him up to be as strong as possible going into that. So. Oh, uh, Mark Henry oh. told me to cancel Christmas. Perfect. Dolby just dropped to his knees there. Yeah, it looks like we're just signing off. That's good, yeah. I'm good with it. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a... Listen, listen, everything else on the top of the show was just a bit... Everything else on top of the punk thing was just a bit of, like, obviously window dressing and stuff like that. So we've got the moment we came for. Right. Again, if you're asking for more, I think you're asking for a little bit too much. Yeah. Frankie brings up the, what do we think about Darby being the first guy? Uh, I, I see it. You know, Darby Allen. I don't think that he's at like you know ten out of ten the most amazing person in the world in professional wrestling, but he's a star. He's fun. A lot of people want to work with him, and he other people have had other things set up for uh, for All Out. So that's a good person for Punk to start off with, I think. Yeah, I think it's a it's a guy who's super over, a guy who's been working really hard recently and has been getting some really good matches out of people he's well established it means that punk would be beating someone who's high up if you if he gets the win straight away and i think someone who will work to make that match as good as it possibly can and will help shake off any ring rust that punk has but yeah i think that's a i think it's a really good choice to put him up against a up-and-coming young star straight away someone that won't be hurt by losing to punk Yeah, um, I'm a little surprised. You would think that this would be, let's set up a major shitbag heel. But I ain't going to complain. You have all of the energy that you need to have a major pay-per-view match. Uh, Darby had said, I think it was like full gear 2019. It's like, I will headline a pay-per-view one day. This might be the chance, young man. Because I don't see anything headlining in Chicago over CM Punk, title or not. I still think that probably the title ends up getting over him. Just because I think that they put that in a position where, you know, not to say that it'll happen, but if Punk does have ring rust and that's the main event, then people get more disappointed about it, you know? Plus, I like the idea that, like, for Darby Allen in that situation, you don't need a feud. Whereas, like, if this would have been straight into MJF, they can milk that more. The Darby Allen thing, it's just sort of, okay, those two fight. You have a couple weeks to set that up. That's fine. You don't need anything better than that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the match itself is a draw because CM Punk's there, so you don't need to spend time developing a rivalry between two people you just said soon punk calls out this guy who was talking about best in the world and has been doing really good stuff recently and yet yes says, yeah we're gonna fight and they're gonna fight it's all you need so going back to some of the other tv stuff to round out some of these hot tags that we had uh, we were talking a little bit about dynamite just to go back mm-hmm. and talk about some of those things that happened there uh, Darby Allen and Sting B 2.0. Sammy Guevara uh, proposed. So congrats to Sammy Guevara. Good for him, man. I was very happy to see that. Sean Spears had the match with his wife. Like, <laughs> I was very good. 
talked about that Jurassic Express match was really good. We got a uh, mm-hmm. Paul White's gonna fight QT Marshall at All Out. Perfect. Yeah, uh, just get get same hit chugs there. What would it air? He's gonna chop the man, punch the man, choke slam the man, and we're done. What's the air? Yeah. Uh, Why? <laughs> Out of all the matches that they could announce for it, that one's not moving the needle for me. No, it's just that well, nothing's moving the needle. That's what the punks match there's for. That's the only thing you need to sell this pay per view. Yeah, but even still, I'm not gonna talk about the QT Marshall matches it being something great just because of that. Be like, no, nah. well, young. Hold on, hold on. Young Bucks in a cage. Christian is in a world title match. By the way, he couldn't wrestle a few months ago. Punk is back. Like, like that's what's moving the needle. Paul White's just like, hey, that's cool. Yeah, but exactly. I'm just like, eh, it's a thing. Nothing to go crazy about. Paul White's having a match against QT Marshall. Okay. He does some moves or he doesn't. Not going to go crazy over it. Thunder Rosa beat Penelope Ford. MJF beat Chris Jericho. So the five labors lead to uh, Jericho losing that. Very surprised. Could we talk about the um, the Ford and Rosa match and the fact that Ford, uh, very um, nobly of her, decided to wrestle considering the fact that her gear was lost in the airport. I was wondering why she was wearing that. So she wrestled in essentially her street clothes. So yeah, credit to her for that, to not miss an opportunity to get on TV. And she looked great doing it too. And, you know, massive credit to Penelope Ford. I've always found her really fun. Even when, like, when I first saw her with the uh, all-in event, I was like, okay, she needs to get somewhere. If she doesn't get signed by AEW, she needs to go to WWE, that kind of deal. I like Penelope Ford. Oh, like Rosa too. Ima- you know, it's not to downplay her. I imagine that Thunder Rosa is going to be challenging some point late in the year for the AEW Women's title because I imagine that the um, even though it hasn't been announced or anything yet, I imagine it's going to be Chris Statlander at All Out. So, yeah. So you you hold off the Thunder Rosa thing until a little bit later in the a little bit later on. Yeah, maybe full gear. Yeah, full gear. Maybe um, they might they might try and make that as a uh, main event of one of the dynamites going forward, just because full gear will sell on Omega versus Page most likely. So yeah, because there's winners coming. I still hate that title. And um, when is uh was it Grand Grand Slam or something? Yeah, that's the uh that's the September. Okay. Yeah, the big, yeah. Yeah, the big September show from uh, Alpha Rash, but that will sell on the back of Daniel Bryan apparently uh, debuting there, maybe. But it depends if Daniel Bryan debuts beforehand. But I think I that's know, I so a big on, match. on a title match. Yeah, I should, I should have a big uh, match scheduled for that one. That could that could be the paid versus Omega match actually, because I imagine they might want to pop a rating on like a huge stadium more than they would do for uh, for get uh, buys for full gear. You do a page versus Omega rematch there. What's that? You do a page. You could do the page Omega rematch at uh, Full Gear after Page wins at uh, Alpha Ash. Hmm. I don't see anything worth talking about on NXT UK. On NXT itself, we had some kind of odd things. Let's talk about NXT UK. Mustache Mountain lost a tag team title match. Yeah, just seems like it just seems like I know there's the whole idea that maybe they will be splitting up and Trent Seven will turn heel, but I just feel like they're just 
better than the, these uh, whoever. Pretty deadly. Home and the name of the team, yeah. Fabio twins is uh, Rob calls them. That's right, yeah, Mario yeah. Fabio and Luigi Fabio. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, just it just annoys me that they're losing to that. Uh, I mean, you got uh, the NXT UK Heritage Cup on bait. I wouldn't think that they would double them up. But Thank Mustache you, Mountain not being NXT UK Tag Team Champions by this point is still just very surprising. Well, they got to win the real NXT Tag Team Championship. They lost it, what, it was like two weeks later? Something was, like that. It was very soon. I think that they had, like, they won it and they lost it at, like, the next taping or something, if I remember correctly. That wasn't that yeah, long. Yeah, it was pretty much. It, I think, like, yeah, realistically, their reign, I think, in terms of, like, WWE lineage, because the taping schedule, they they reigned for about, like, three or f- two, f- two to four weeks, something like that, but I think, like, in actuality, it was about, like, less than less than a week. Yeah, like five days or something. Yeah. Well, on the NXT side of things, we talked a lot about some things heading into TakeOver 36 from this weekend, but now we know that there's an extra match added to the card. You got Rich Holland against Trey Baxter for the pre-show. Yeah, I don't... It'll give me a chance to watch him go. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen too much of Trey Baxter, and I haven't seen Rich Holland since he had that mishap. Yeah, I mean, you you just um went eh in terms of uh, the uh, QT Marshall Big Show. That, yeah, that's for the exactly Big the same Show match. Just like, Tony, yep. eh. yeah, yeah, it's another just there. Uh, you know, yeah, it's just yeah, just a big guy against a small guy, and the big guy's going to win because that's the new NXT. Yeah, and it's there's not much more to it. Baxter's a cruiserweight. Anytime that they book these cruiserweights in a non-cruiserweight match, they lose. They try to make a big deal out of, like, say, Ikemanjiro, and they're like, oh my god, Ikemanjiro is going to have this match on 205 Live. And then when they put them on NXT itself, they don't even give them entrances. So we know how this is going to play out. Baxter's losing. Rich Holland wins. It's going to be a short thing, five minutes or so, maybe even less than that. And, you know, it's a pre-show is half an hour. By the time they go through all of the talk about all that stuff, there's not going to be that much time left. So I'm curious why this was even added to the card, because didn't need it, but maybe they just kind of want to give Ridge Holland a little bit more of a boost or something. I don't know. Yeah, we, also, time. we also know that there are going to be changes to the Capitol Wrestling Center. Triple H mentioned that. That was pretty much the reason why they did that whole thing at the end of NXT this week where Joe and Cross were kind of barreling through some of the barricades and everything. And some of the changes are going to be they want it to be brighter, more lights and everything. So they responded to the idea that the plexiglass and everything like that, that it seemed a little too dark. But it's kind of strange how this happens in WWE. You can be like, hey, the arena is a little dark that you just spent all this money doing. And then they'll go, oh, okay, well, then we'll change it. And you can be like, hey, can you kind of like give us a match that's not a repeat? And they're like, nah, my God, no. (laughs) Like it's just sort of. Well, that's two different teams. Like. You know, the creative team, it's just easier to do a match that you've seen the last three weeks, five weeks. I just picture the conference room, people sitting around going, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do a lot yeah. of work. I'm tired. <laughs> that kind of deal. <laughs> like dealing with a little kid or something. 
And then somebody else comes through and they're like, well, we can change a couple of things around here if people want us to. And they're like, yeah, you go ahead and do that. But, you know. Oh, we have to write a reason for it? Oh, okay. I guess they beat the thing up and, you know. But I'm curious to see how that ends up working out, you know. I think that they could change it up a little bit. I think that it's fine kind of the way that it is, but if they have a good enough idea, sure. Why not? I'm looking through the SmackDown results right now. Nothing crazy on SmackDown. Anything you guys want to talk about? Except for maybe, I guess, some of the wins that we got. Well, I mean, the last segment, and well, Edge and Seth Rollins had a good night where Edge cut a good promo saying that he was being taken to a dark place by Rollins. At SummerSlam, he was going to burn him down. And then he uh, gave Seth Rollins a bloodbath, which they apparently called a brood bath. Yeah, brood bath. <laughs> it's a, that sounds dumber to me. Like, just call it a bloodbath. What, you can't say blood? That You can't say that's blood? I mean, I mean, that's blood that's, like, been sitting out for a while. Yeah, it was real dark, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, thought that it wasn't blood at first. I was just kind of like, did he just pour like shit all over him? Did you just cover Seth Rollins in chocolate pudding? Yeah. Oh god, what's that uh, Chris Farley movie uh, with the chocolate pudding joke? Let me know in the comments if you uh, if you remember it on the live chat. Blanking on it. But, yeah, just it's it's a um, WWE thing they lean on at least like once every year, a couple of years, wherever the goop falling from the sky gimmick yeah it's fine but like, it works on someone like rollins because he just wears really fancy clothes so yeah and if they were going to do this though i would have done it a little sooner because i know he had teased a while ago i'm gonna go back into the ministry of darkness and the brood days and go through all of my history to get to you uh, and I, this I, is I, like the show is tomorrow you know like mm. I'd say, like, uh, just, like, I, I wasn't awake to watch the show, so I only got up to watch um, Rampage. Um, but just looking through the results, just, I was like, fucking hell, this is supposed to be, this the what this the show leading into Rampage and going into, like, your final show on SummerSlam. And so what you do is you do run another Mysterio's Anuso match, because mm-hmm. we haven't seen that for the last four weeks. Uh, they do Baron Corbin versus Kevin Owens, which goes nowhere and... And we've and, seen... Like, more- <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's more chasing with the briefcase, and admittedly, Corwin's doing good stuff right now, but it's just a case of like, oh, just it just means Big E looks dumb because he gets his thing back and then immediately loses it again. Uh, they decide, oh, Natalia's back, we better repeat that uh, Shotzi and Knox win so they can actually have a shot at the tag titles down the line. Yeah, you gotta repeat <laughs> you know that, that too. Did? Yeah, you know that thing we did two months ago, we gotta do it now that Natalia's uh, healthy again. Uh, Otis beating Montez Ford, which is just like this, just never ending. This this feud between um, Alpha Academy and the Street Profits. Uh, more stuff with Nakamura and Apollo Crews, even though it's now been uh, f- firmly established that Nakamura can beat Apollo Crews in every single uh, like combination that you can put together. Boog's got the win uh, though. I was surprised about that. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, I mean he he can get some uh, Tommy now. He's more, more than just the guitarist. I mean uh, this in the nicest way possible. Does Apollo Crews ever come close to that level of success ever again? Uh, I, I pro- thought that he was going to struggle after that uh, United States title situation and ended up bouncing back and winning the Intercontinental. I don't count him out. Yes. 
yeah, yeah, he's always someone who just seems to come back when they he's always there when they want to push him, but until then he'll just like sit on the sidelines for a little while. Then you have Bianca beats Selena and Carmella because as seems to be there's at least speculation remaining that Sasha Banks won't be competing at SummerSlam. Yeah, judging by the fact that she was not at uh, SmackDown and now the match is in jeopardy again. Fuck. That suck. Push comes to shove. Do you think we get it or not? I'm leaning towards no. It it seems weird that she wouldn't even be appearing on SmackDown in any any shape or form leading into it. So at the moment, I'd say no. I think it's a no, and I think that they know, and they have known, and that they are waiting until the last minute because they hope if they just announce it, like, on the kickoff, maybe, of, like, you know, breaking news... We're sorry, but there was a problem with whatever, and we need to switch that over, and that's going to whatever. Then that way people won't be like, oh, what the hell, I'm not watching, you know? But but it it just seems, like, bizarre to me that in order to, like, build up to that, like, okay, Sasha Banks is not going to be competing, if that does end up being the case, she she then, on this episode of SmackDown, beats the, what seemingly the next two people that could be in line, or the next two people that they've built up to at least be adversaries to her, like one after the other in straight singles matches, which means that neither of them can challenge for the title at SummerSlam without it being like, oh my God, this she just beat you both <laughs> last night. Yeah, it has to be somebody new, whether it's Liv or Naomi or Mia Yim or some, it has to be someone new. I think that they just, the way that they've been doing things the past bunch of years, they don't care. I don't think that they just, they just don't do a match. I just cancel the, uh, yeah. Match, yeah. I, but I would, at that point, I'd prefer that they just cancel the match than put either Carmella or Vagar in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would honestly just cancel the match. Because either of them, it wouldn't matter anyway. Nobody would really care. Not to say that Zelina Vega's not great, not to say that Carmella's not great, but it's just not been built up like that. We've seen Carmella against Bianca, and we've seen that. So you just don't even bother. Either give a little bit more time to some of the other ones, or if they feel like they need to have some kind of an emergency thing, they go with, remember last night, Knox and Shotzi just uh beat the women's tag team champions again so today surprise surprise they're getting a tag team title shot and then they bump that into some kind of bumper spot yeah i guess but hopefully that they they do pull the trigger on something cool like naomi you know and Dana then, the chance like, I think that uh, I guess CM Punk's 90 Day now compete clause expired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from uh, backstage, couldn't fight after fighting people in backstage. Yeah, um, um, Renee's is still kind of in the the window. That's why we haven't seen her yet. <laughs> and that's why. Uh, and then uh, in uh, the end of SmackDown, Reigns and Cena talked, and Cena rolled up Reigns. Yeah. You know, really quickly, since we just brought up backstage, the main people that were on WWE backstage were, we had Renee Young, CM Punk, Paige, Christian, uh, Booker T, so Booker T's still in the mix. 
Cage is still technically in the mix. Well, she hasn't it. even been seen in probably over a year, I think, at this point. Maybe she might have popped up at WrestleMania. I don't remember for sure. But, like, wow. Way to just kind of go, well, that show doesn't exist anymore and you can all leave. Mark Henry, I think, had made a couple of appearances, if I remember correctly. Ember Moon goes back down to NXT. It's just a uh, weird time that we're in. Very yeah, the, the roll-up at the end of SmackDown, John Cena illustrating he can get not a full three count on uh, Roman Reigns. The the kicker here is uh, Reigns threatened to leave. That that means nothing, guys. I know it means nothing. Please don't jump down my neck. I just want to, if we're going to talk about anything from this segment, it's that Reigns says if he loses to Cena, he'll just leave WWE. Yeah, wait to take any sort of jeopardy out of this uh, this right. match. Like most people, most people wishing that Cena was gonna lose anyway because obviously he's not a permanent guy anymore. But just say like, oh yeah, if Reigns loses, he's gonna walk out of WWE, which means either, well, either Cena wins and then Reigns is not walking out of WWE, so you don't even follow through on a stipulation, or you just say, basically saying, yeah, Reigns is winning, and we don't, we're not even gonna give you the the slightest hint of the fact that Cena might win. Because on paper, it's, oh my god, but this makes it so much more competent. No, it doesn't. Anybody who's watched wrestling more than a couple months understands how this works. If you play into the lowest common denominator, everybody above the lowest common denominator just rolls their eyes. They did not need this. Yeah. yeah. I'm disappointed it, in it, that. It, it's, a, it's, a, like, it's amazing how like such a... Uh... Uh, a like monumental moment in wrestling happens that uh, we get super excited about, and then we start talking about WWE and it feels all deflated again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the WWE side of things, we should realistically be super, super pumped about SummerSlam. SummerSlam. It's yeah. quote unquote the second biggest pay per view of the year. At the very least, it's the third biggest pay per view of the year underneath Royal Rumble and obviously WrestleMania to be number one. And you got a match like Roman Reigns against John Cena. They're, you know, billing this as the greatest of his time against the greatest of all time and all this and it's a big deal and instead it's like ah well now I don't care as much about it because now you ruined it with this thing and yeah it's it's a I mean a show with probably a lot of good wrestling on it that you just that none of it really excites me the only thing that did was like the main was a range versus scenery and they were Again, it's just the weird thing that WWE does is like their booking makes matches which I was excited about worse over time. Just gradually erodes my excitement. But we got CM Punk tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's, who just said I, I, I'm still I'm still feeling good about this whole weekend just because he was asked by Nick Houseman if what his contract deal is. He said, You don't want my deal, you just want to know that I'm here and I'm here. And so he didn't give us any specifics. He did say it wasn't a part-time. It wasn't a part-time... Contract. Yeah. Okay, so you got, the way that you said that, it was like, it wasn't a part-time... I thought there was another word coming there. <laughs> yeah, so we got the, the big important thing from tonight. CM Punk is there in AEW. He has already called out Darby Allen. I'll be updating the website in a few minutes to just reflect that. That is something to be excited about. And, you know, eventually when we get to All Out, we'll dive more into this kind of stuff, talk about more details of our thoughts on those kind of things and, you know, here and there. 
We already ran down everything about SummerSlam. We already ran down everything about TakeOver at this point. So if you want to check those out, if you didn't already, the predictions are up on this channel. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you ring that little notification bell. If you were not able to listen to this live because you didn't know that we were going live, if you do have those email alerts set up, then you know when we go up because it'll send you that email. And we're going to be live tomorrow night for the SummerSlam post-show. We're going to be live on Sunday night for the TakeOver post-show. And we've got other things coming up forward uh, in the future that we'll be live for or just the fact that like when a new video comes up, I'm pretty sure that it sends you email alerts for that too. But it might not. I'm not entirely sure. YouTube doesn't really do the same kind of things that it normally does for me. But the uh, game plan is to do that stuff. Next week, we don't know what we're going to really be doing for our main event and necessarily what day that's going to be, but... We'll try uh, to see how that is. And if you have any suggestions of what you'd like to see, drop them in the comments below. Because one thing that I think that we could do that we had been discussing ahead of time, and plans can change, we can go around with other things, but I liked this idea that we were kind of batting around a couple weeks ago of doing a Wrestling is 2020 and talking about the pipe bomb in retrospect. Now that CM Punk is a guarantee... I think that might be good to kind of talk about that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I think that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, good thing to look at. Either, yeah, just looking at the pipe bomb and see what should have been happening, giving our thoughts on how it was handled, because realistically, the fame summer of punk in 2011 is just... It, it, well, even though we'll, we'll definitely talk about it, but the most amazing thing to me about it is just that, wow, this summer of punk angle ended... With Triple H and Kevin Nash fighting on top of a ladder for a sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, we could probably end up talking about that next week, and then the week after that, all out predictions. Just kind of sneaks up on you. Frankie in the chat says, also try out the Burger King Oreo shake. Pretty good right now. <laughs> I might have to check that out. Um, yeah. Uh we did pretty much all the stuff that we were gonna be doing. Is there any other kind of hot tags that I'm missing out on that we should talk about? I don't think so, but in the meantime, when we're wrapping things up, if there is, drop something in the live chat. Obviously, the plug side of things, check out TeePublic and Redbubble if you want to pick up some merchandise. Make sure that you hit the thanks button. It's not the applause button anymore. It's the thanks button on YouTube. If you want to give us a little bit of a tip on that side of things, check out the Patreon. Join the members-only content up on Smartout Moment. We'll probably have a dark cast coming up soon, too. I don't know exactly on what might just be two in the morning and rob and i might just bullshit about something we've done that before just sort of yeah we've been doing that a lot like we watched jungle cruise we watched uh we, we bullshit about uh, money in the bank uh predictions for through the years so yeah you never know tony and i spend way too much time together and sometimes <laughs> you get to hear it <laughs> So stay tuned for those kind of things. Follow us all over the place on the different things that we have going on. I'm, of course, over on all the A Mango Tree branches. You know, if you go to Smart Cow Moment and you go to Fanboy Synonymous and you see me all over the place at Tony Mango, hit the like button, follow my stuff, pay attention, and follow what these guys have going on as well. Rob's over there at Dude Felice all over the place. I am on every single social media platform. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram... Whatever it is, I'm at Dude Felice. Check out Fightful.com. Check out Fightful Select. Sean broke the news of CM Punk talking to AEW. Check out Fightful Select. It's not a cheap plug. They're genuinely the best at what they do. Sean is so good. 
So please check them out. And yeah, I'm going to pass it over to Callum Wiggins, who is awesome. Yeah, I'm very tired as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was a good it was a good time to get up and uh, watch this. Had to see this moment in wrestling history. But if you want to keep uh, up with everything that I've got going on, follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14. Check out smartcomment.com for the power rankings and all the other weekly articles and other sporadic content appearing on there, all the other like ratings, the heel and face turn list, anything and everything you can find on the Smart Moment website. Check all that stuff out. Uh, if you want to go back, if you're not super busy with wrestling content this week already, then check out either 2001 or Wrestling Odyssey, the Paul Heyman Smackdown podcast, just our little uh, retro series that we have contained, plans in work in the place to do something else in the short term future but i keep saying that i will deliver me and rob will deliver so keep keep uh, tuned for that stuff coming up uh when it comes up and just stay tuned to this channel before those pay-per-view points that are coming up tomorrow and the next day next episode of the main event that we do, whether it's the wrestling with the past or it's something else. I know that uh, Peter in the chat had mentioned Superstar Scores, CM Punk. It's another variety that we could do. And we also have another round of the hot tags coming up at some point next week, most likely Friday night. Still haven't quite figured out exactly how we're going to do this when it comes to Rampage, because we've only had two episodes and this one was a big special one. But I don't know. It'll happen when it happens. And hopefully you guys have a good weekend with the rest of things that are happening on the pro wrestling spectrum and everything else that's happening in your life as well. We will see you when we see everybody. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. Ah!